0: This is the Morning Sports Desk for Friday, September 8th. Corey, we have a guest joining us on the line today. It is John Lilquist. He's the Activities Director over at Sabika High School. John, good morning. Thanks for waking up with us on the Morning Sports Desk.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
2: John, glad you can be a part of this and kicking off what is going to be a, a weekly check in with activities directors around the region. This is a pretty cool opportunity uh, to basically get this like, as your state of the union, the, the state of affairs with Sabika Trojan High School Fall Sports. Uh, let's start things off with volleyball. And I guess first things first, we're early season. Um, from a year ago to this year, uh, what's different about the team? Is there a lot of turnover from uh, a year ago to this year? Are you returning a lot of players? Just the status update on that volleyball roster.
1: Um, well, we, we lost a lot of uh, really good seniors, but we do return quite a few girls that we have some that didn't play last year because of injury and some that got time on the varsity floor. So even though you might look at our roster and say, boy, they're returning a lot of you know underclassmen, a lot of these girls did have experience coming into the year. Uh, and we started off so far uh, 2 and 2 on the year, and uh, we feel like we have a, a good shot to be really good at the end of the year.
2: So, what's the early season breakdown of the volleyball team? When things are going right for Sabika Trojan Volleyball, uh, you know, what are you doing well, and, and is there, you know, early signs of, hey, we need to, you know, clean some of this up?
1: Yeah, I would say right now. Um, We've done a good job of, of hitting. Um, we have a right-side attacker, Miranda Lilquist, who's really um, done a great job last night against Wadena. She had 14 kills and and um, and played really well. So, I mean, when we can get her hitting and uh, and our passings on, and normally that's kind of our bread and butter is our, our service even passing game. And um, right now I think that's been a little bit off for us. So, I mean, once we get that down, Um, I think that we're going to be really tough to to play with. Uh, We had a a tough match with Wadena last night, but we we took a set from a really good Wadena team, so we hope to build off that momentum. Saturday we go to the Ada tournament, and that's a big one for us, so hopefully we can uh, keep it going there.
0: John Lilquist, Activities Director over at Sabika High School joining us this morning on the Morning Sports Desk. Hey, John, let's shift gears a little bit. Let's talk a little football. Uh, You know, a little bit of different look this year for Sabika Trojans football, kind of moving sections a little bit, I believe, or or, uh, just kind of what's it, uh, what's that looking like this year for Sabika Trojan football?
1: Yeah, so instead of going west and south like we normally do, we are kind of going more east and north. So, it's a, a really different schedule. We still have Verndale and Bertha Hewitt on our schedule, but otherwise, most of our opponents are brand new to us. So um, right now, football's one and one. We just won 60 to six in our last uh, game. Um, and this is the most juniors and seniors that we've had out since we went back to being Sabika football. So I know our coaches, coaching staff is really excited about the prospects for the year and and uh, the kids are really geared up to play, and um, we have a big one tonight against Nevis. Uh, haven't played them. I don't ever remember playing Nevis in football, so it's probably our first time playing them. So uh, the kids are super excited to see some of these new teams and, and see what we can do.
0: And John, you talk about building that momentum. You know, going back to Sabika Trojans, now moving into a new section, kind of trying to finagle that. What's uh, you know, what's kind of the momentum been like, and how fun is it, uh, kind of, been to see, uh, to get to see them in this new section and get to try out all these new teams?
1: I, I think it's really fun because you go into these games not having as much of an idea of of you know what you're you're expecting where you know, when you're playing some of the, you know, perennial teams, you know, like in the Hancocks and the Wheatons and everything, you kind of know, like what you're to expect. But right now, and one thing I guess that is a lot different nowadays is with tape. You know, there isn't as much unfamiliarity just because we're able to, you know, our coaches can see so much tape of the opponents that they're going to play. Um, But at the same time, our kids don't know these kids. and, And so it's it's kind of neat when they go to a different place, or we have a different team come to Sabika that's never been here before, and you know, just to hear, you know, them say, "Oh, geez, never seen this field," and and those types of feedback. So, I, th- I think it's been a good thing for our football team to be able to to see some new opponents and, and uh, um, just you know have that excitement of, hey, we've never seen these guys before. Let's see what we can do.
2: John, football and volleyball, obviously the big ones at every school in the fall. But other activities happening in Sabika as well. Can you keep us up to speed on on what else is happening around Sabika in the fall?
1: So we have our UNC cross country team, and um, they're going to Moorhead State tonight for kind of a unique meet. Uh, they run it at at dusk and into the the dark, uh, and they do it with their college programs but they also have a high school portion of it. So we're going to be running and competing in the high school portion. And they start the meet in the football stadium, and they run where the track is, and then they run out of the stadium, and then they finish back in the stadium. So it's really cool because they pack the bleachers and and uh, have a huge crowd because that's one thing those of you that have been in cross country know before is you don't have a, you know, a huge crowd most of the time, so it would be really neat for these kids to be able to to be on kind of a big stage, you know, in a in a bigger community, and and to you know have also to, the opportunity to watch a, a cross college cross country meet as well after the high school meet.
2: There's always good runners coming out of that UNC Warrior program. Is that the case again this season?
1: Yeah, I I think uh, our girls, especially um, the first meet, I know that. Uh, our, I talked to our coach Nicole Oyster, and she said that on the very first meet we had uh, two girls that already had their uh, personal records. So, you know, in cross country, that's a lot of times you're you're not only running against others, but you are running against yourself to see if you can improve on what you've done before. So, um, and we didn't even have our best runner uh, run at that first meet. So. She's really excited because she said that the, she's had some runners that have really put in a lot of uh, miles in the summer, and she thinks that uh, we're going to have a really fun year, and we have a wide-open section with uh, Purim not being in it this year. So uh, she's looking forward to a really good shot at us uh, maybe advancing the state.
2: Anything else happening in this fall that you want to mention?
1: Um, I just excited. Last night we had a. It was just a really super fun atmosphere against uh, Wadena Deer Creek. I, I, I was really happy with our student section. We've kind of made that a focus these last couple of years, is to try to get a little more excitement and energy into our building. And I felt like last night was was a super example of that. Our our kids just, you know, I was just really proud of the way that they were, you know, singing during timeouts and cheering and doing all kinds of different things. And and it was just a super fun atmosphere and. And that just, you know, makes, makes it fun for our volleyball kids to play when they have that kind of support. And, and so, yeah, I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing if we can carry that on the rest of the year and, and keep that support and that energy. And it just makes, it a, you know, makes the school year go faster, makes sports go faster, and it's just fun for everybody. So hope to keep that, that continuing.
0: Always a tough place to play when that Sabika gym is rocking. John Lilquist, Activities Director over at Sabika High School, he joins us here on the morning sports desk. John, thanks so much for joining the program and being the first uh, Activities Director to hop on and talk with us. Uh, I hope you guys have a great fall sports season, a great school year ahead, and we look forward to talking with you later on in the school year.
1: All right, thank you very much. I really appreciate uh, having this opportunity. I think it's a great thing you're doing for all the community schools, so thanks for having me.
0: Awesome. Great to talk with you, John. We'll talk to you next time. It's 724 right now on the morning sports desk. And, uh, Corey, uh, let's shift gears here. Let's talk a little bit more about uh, some high school football uh, that's going on across the region. Actually, before we do that, you had a volleyball game last night. Maybe we can uh, touch on that.
2: Sure, really quickly, uh, uh, John mentioned it. Um, Subika Trojans played with Dina Deer Creek last night. Uh, Park Region Conference volleyball Officially began last evening with conference play. Uh, I had a different match within the conference I had the Henning Hornets at the Verndale pirates and uh, the pirates came out three zero victors over the Hornets on, on uh, Verndale's home floor and uh, just a really nice early season. It's fun to get into that park region conference play. Like mm-hmm. John talked about uh, the atmosphere is a little bit different. You know, we're in school now. So students are there and involved. Um, I love volleyball for a ton of different reasons. One of the reasons is because of those student sections. There is, uh, you know, it's the high school boys or the student sections, and probably guys on the uh, on the football team in particular. And I'm not here to stereotype high school boys, but they're odd ducks every single one of them (laughs) that has ever been and ever will be a high school as a high school as
0: somebody who was once a high school boy i can confirm
2: yes they're just loud and obnoxious by default so when you're given permission to be that way it's really really fun so it was cool to be in the gym for a little conference volleyball while the school year is now officially uh in progress it was fun
0: yeah, it's always a, uh, always a fun time to be in those gyms. Uh, so, uh, anything else you want to add from those volleyball games last night? Or are we ready to shift over to, uh, shift over to football?
2: Yeah, nothing from volleyball. I will say tonight on uh, AM fourteen thirty and ninety eight point five FM, the Fan. We do have high school football on the air. Staples Motley at Breckenridge. It's a six forty pregame, seven o'clock kickoff. Uh, Tyler Grunwald will be there with all of the action. So we look forward to uh, that matchup tonight on The Fan.
0: Yeah, and over on the Superstation, K106, that's 105.9 FM. Also streaming, as you mentioned, Corey, worldwide at wadinaradio.com or on the Superstation, k one hundred six. Mobile app. It's the Pillager Huskies at the Wadena Deer Creek Wolverines. It's a 6:40 pregame with a 7 o'clock kickoff. I'll have all the action from that. Dirk will be joining me tonight as well, and we'll have that going over on the Super Station, Wadena Deer Creek, and Pillager. So. Corey, uh, high school football, that's, there's just a full slate of that yep. going on across the region today. We're, we're into it. Like you said, the first full week of the school year and the games start to feel a little more packed. It's a little bit more crisp in the air. Uh, and that also means that Vikings football is upon us as well. Uh, they play their first game of the season on Sunday afternoon, U S bank stadium. It's a noon kickoff over on the superstation, 11, 11 o'clock pregame, all 11 that. 11 o'clock. Yep. All, all that good stuff. Uh, just quickly, what are your expectations for the Vikings going into Week One? It's going to be a lot of energy. There is a lot of expectations coming off a thirteen-win season. The Vikings are wearing the throwback uniforms on Sunday. There is oh, going to be a so bi-
2: good, by the way. There is
0: going to be a big patch that just says Bud on it for Bud Grant. Nice. Uh, there is going to be
2: a lot of stuff going on Sunday. I have a lot of mixed emotions about the Vikings this year. Um, yeah. I I think they're going to win on Sunday. I don't think I don't know how I feel necessarily about the Vikings yet. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure Tampa Bay's not going to be good. No. That's my gut that's my gut feeling Tampa Bay's going to stink. Because of that, it's the season opener, it's the home opener. I do think the Vikings are going to win on Sunday and start the season off 1 and 0. But as the when I look at the schedule as a whole, boy, I I've, this is going to be a tougher year for the Vikings, at least according to the schedule. Uh-huh. Um but I don't, when I go through each game individually, and, and maybe it's the Vikings fan in me, I can find reasons and spots here and there why it might be good. I have, I've gone through the schedule just on my own accord uh huh, a half a dozen times. Yeah. And I have ranged, this is not a joke, anywhere from four wins to 12 wins. <laughs> <laughs> it's the duality
0: of man, you know? Uh, there's going to be... I, I think the Vikings are going to be a I think the Vikings are a better team on paper than they were a year ago. Yep. I think they will finish 100% with a worse record than a year before. One, they're just not going to have the horseshoe uh you yes. know uh there with yes. them this year. So that's not going to be as hell, like just the law of averages states that it's going to shift back somewhere yep. not in that direction. They're playing a much tougher schedule like you said playing the AFC West. They also get to play the NFC South, which could balance that out a little bit. Helpful. Uh, But still, there's a lot of good quarterbacks on uh, the schedule this year that they're going to have to play. And that Vikings defense, you know, like we've talked about off air all the time, Corey, they could be better. Like, there's nowhere to go but up. But Mm -hmm. also, do we know that for sure? Like, could they bottom out even worse? Like, we don't quite know that Brian Flores' defense will be more aggressive. That doesn't necessarily, like, the talent's not much better than a year before. so And they're paper thin in a lot of spots on the defensive side. Right. So this is going to be a team that, again, is going to have to outscore a lot of people for this year. And, yeah, I mean, I think I told myself the Vikings are going to win, like, six games this year back in March. And now as the season gets closer, as I'm a homer, I'm like, yeah, like, nine wins is in play. I think nine and eight is a perfect realization for this Vikings team. The NFC North is still up for grabs. I mean, the Packers, Lions... Uh, pretty much everybody but the Bears is considered to be in competition for the division this year. Right. There's just a lot of unknowns that we're really not going to know until at the very least October.
2: I uh, We were talking yesterday, and we have a Packer fan in-house. Yeah. And we were talking a little bit about the NFC North, and I, in the last week or so, have come to the realization that while the whole world talks about Detroit being good, uh huh, and they won last night, they beat Kansas City. Good win for them. I'm nervous about Green Bay.
0: Really? Yeah. Is that just demons of uh 30 years past kind of haunting you?
2: No, no, it is a very good defense. Uh-huh. Probably the best defense in the conference or division, I Div- mean. Maybe division, division. It, yeah, in the division is what I meant. Um best defense in the division Everything they have back offensively is back except their quarterback, but now their offensive coordinator and head coach gets to show off what he gets to do. There's just a chance they're going to be really – uh, patient and deliberate and balanced on offense, like efficient, yeah. And that makes me nervous.
0: Yeah, that's true. That that would make me nervous as well. I I just got to see it from them. You know what I mean? I, I that's my thing with Green Bay. I got to try and see it from them and see what they can do overall before I'm ready to to crown them. Uh, you know, but in the case of Denny Green, they are who we thought they were, and can we uh, not let them off the hook? I guess maybe is the best way to describe it. I don't know. Skull Vikings, we're getting ready for another football season. I think they're going to go 1-0. That's all that matters. you got to take it week by week anyway. Let's do this thing. <coughs> this has been the Morning Sports Desk for Friday, September 8th.